This time on Kawaii Radio, we pitch ideas for a new hit isekai series. Reincarnated as a Akihabara restaurant's display food. Display ham. <laughs> display <Yes>. ham. <laughs> but with no psychic powers or abilities whatsoever, it's just like, help! Emma weighs in on the latest Tatami series. Halfway through, you turn to me and you're like, you don't like this, do you? Which <laughs> is like, my man, no. <laughs> and we take a look at Cyberpunk Edgerunner's Tomb. This is the only time I think I've oh, yeah. ever said this about a Netflix dub. Right? It's impeccable. It's a very good dub. The English dub is great. It's over 9,000! It's Kyle here and you're listening to Kawaii Radio, a podcast for diving in the world of anime and manga. I don't know why I started with my name, but I also have two other people here with me. I am also Kyle. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not Kyle. I am a meat, Imposter. <laughs> meat popsicle. <laughs> meat popsicle. You're eating sausage at the moment. I'm eating sausage and cheese and my name is Emma. <laughs> I was secretly Kenny all along. <laughs> so, uh, yes, the three of us are back, Kyle, Emma and Kenny. Uh, we're doing the flip side of what we did last week where we had the rest of the team here with me um, because uh, half of them are over east at PAX at the moment. We're the B team. I only come on if they have no one else. <laughs> <laughs> or if it's spooky, you are our or last if it's hope. Spooky, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. means you'll be on next fortnight again because that's the Halloween episode. Oh, oh right. W- what are we doing for Halloween? Um, You're I'm not, not doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it Spooky Ladies Month? I don't know. I don't know. Um, well, we'll see how many people show up. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, this episode, it's Edge Runner time. It's edgy. It's very good. It's Cyberpunk Edge Runners on Netflix. It's by Studio Trigger. It's finally landed. Everyone went when they first announced it. Oh well, Cyberpunk's dead after that terrible start. And Netflix. Why are they going to keep doing Edge Runners? That's a terrible idea. And then it came out, and it has absolutely revitalized Cyberpunk. Millions of people have oh. re-downloaded the game. It's mm-hmm. pretty fantastic. Oh, good for them. And there's a whole load of new content and DLC coming out as well. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I might have given it all away already, but is it any good? Well, we'll uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. But first, we need to talk about what we've been watching. I have no idea how old I am or where I came from. Daddy! Hey, guys! I gotta go! I just... I have to know! What we're watching. Other than Cyberpunk, <laughs> what have we been watching with this new season? Because the City Hunt movie from the year 2000. The City Hunter film? Yes. The Jackie Chan one? Oh, no, no. Uh, like the, uh, No, sorry. I mean, 2012, there was an animated City Hunter movie. Ah. And so you recently watched that? Uh-huh. Was it good? I don't know. <laughs> it's very much of its time. I mean, City Hunter is a little bit strange after all, so... Oh, yeah. I mean, the new season is new. Yeah, like a uh, week old at this point. So, you know, there's only one episode of most things out at the moment, mm-hmm. right? And, of course, one of those things is Spike's family. Yes. Finally. Yeah. It's back. 
And I everyone's need... very happy. I know, it wasn't even that long of a wait, but it felt like forever. <laughs> Especially when they were like, ooh, they're getting a dog in the next season. And I was like, how dare you? <laughs> like, dog tease me, you know? Give me the dog now. Yeah, yeah. At least show me pictures of the dog. Show me, show me beforehand pictures of this dog. Yeah, we saw the dog and I was like, I'm going to have that dog. And then... <laughs> so did the rest the, of the internet. The season finished and yeah. I was like, this is, I knew this would happen. You knew it would happen. There's a trap. It's to get you interested and excited. And then they put the dog in the opening sequence as well. And then they put the dog in a bow tie in, in the, the opening yeah. sequence. What with they a, such it? a sad remember face. remember they named him? Um, I feel like it I was... I don't think they've named him yet in the first episode. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I feel she like it's a butler name. him yes, Mr. With, Dog. With the little bow tie, I think it's got to have like a butler like, name. Like, mm. like Winston or... Winston or Alfred or yeah, something. What do do you want to just look it up? You know what? I'm I'm just I'm just gonna (laughs) look look it up. Spy X family dog. Oh my god, his name's magnificent. Bond. Bond. Bond forger. I'm so happy. He is so good. Please tell me it's a reference to a certain James Bond. It obviously is because it's spies. Well, the picture they have him, uh, the album album cover, what am I talking about? (laughs) The manga cover picture they have him in is in one of the Bond chairs, the spinny things. So, yeah, yeah. That's perfect. He's going to be the goodest boy. He's going to be the bestest boy. It's going to be amazing. The fact that Anya can ride him into battle. I know. (laughs) Kind of like, what kind of dog is he? The bestest dog. <laughs> Come on, I'm a dog person. Okay. What breed? All right, I'll, I'll pull it up. The dog kind of looks like a sheep. Metal Alchemist. Like a Welsh sheep dog. You know, like the the Dulux paint dog. Oh yeah. It kind of looks like that, like a white version of that. Hmm. But it looks like he'd have like a short snout, so he's not like a Malamute or nothing. Large dog or of an Samoy. indeterminate breed. Indeterminate. So it's a fantasy dog. Either that or it's like the greatest mutt breed ever. Greatly resembles the great Pyrenees breed. Ah, uh, the, ooh, the Pyrenees. Yeah. What, Yonkers. What's Pyrenees like? They Set guard. They're a guard dog, like a farm guard dog. Oh. So they usually guard sheep, livestock kind wow. of thing. Yeah, they're huge and very aggressive, but like... They usually, they're like outside dogs. They're working dogs. They're mm. full-on working dogs, not... Um, recommended for families mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure there was a movie that came out I don't know in the 2010s about mm. a, one of the great Pyrenees um, guarding penguins on an island I think it was oh. Australian film cool. um, and after that like there was a huge like rush for people to get Pyrenees Oh and then everyone's dear. like, holy moly, these are not family dogs. It's like, no, <laughs> no, they, they are working dogs. Working you, dogs. Did not they are protecting the penguins like, <laughs> from foxes and things like that. You know? I was just going to say, these dogs have one mission in life. Protect to protect the and serve. <laughs> Apparently, Anya is Much a penguin. Like <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Yeah, but look, um, new season, exactly the same animation as the previous one. Still jointly animated between Wit and Mapper. Mapper, yes. Yeah, Wit and Mapper. I think it was because um, Mapper is doing everything this season. Yeah, yeah, Mapper's involved in a lot this season. But it, look, it's just as good as you remember, and it's getting even better. And Yay. everything's still on point. 
Um, yeah, it's beautiful. It's as beautifully well. done. Mm. Um, now. We've I mean, there's kind of a reason it's been wrestling every other anime for the top spot. This is true. Mm. This is well. I mean, it's actually season two of Spike's Family was more highly anticipated than Chainsaw Man, <laughs> and that oh. makes sense because Spike's Family has yeah. a much broader appeal than Chainsaw Man. If you're not into hyper violence or uh, well, you know, it's it's also it's already got a precedent. Like season yeah. one was outstanding, <laughs> and Chainsaw was. Man to a lot of people like me who aren't in the manga scape. It's a rumor, yeah. a cool, mysterious rumor. Which That's has, actually a very yeah. apt way of putting it as well. Like I knew nothing of Chainsaw Man either, and then everyone online just started whispering about and it. When God, it's been fluffing at the mouth about long, some sort of chainsaw it? dog, mm. and then I was like, "What is that thing? It's gross." <laughs> and then everyone's <laughs> like, "Nah, it's so cool." And oh, now I'm excited for Chainsaw Man <laughs> <laughs> because the dog. No. Because of the violence. Because of the violence. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. Um, Man, okay. Now, we have two new shows from this season that we briefly looked at. Mm. First, Reincarnated as a Sword. Um, It's it's exactly what it sounds like. It's an isekai. Animation's not bad. Premise isn't bad, but I think the staying power is going to... I don't know, man. Probably be pretty... Premise sounds a bit bad. Premise is yeah. overdone. Yeah. It's basically like a poor man's slime. Yeah. You know, Look, he gets in, he's like, oh, I'm this weird, weak thing. Why don't I just kill other things, yeah. get all the skills, and uh, then find someone? How? The sword has a telekinesis ability. It lets him uh, Yeah, from the get-go, yeah. he's a sword. He has telekinesis, so he can throw himself around and he starts killing goblins and taking their skills. Yeah. So he just becomes this like... This is just slime. It is, yeah. but it's less charming. Yeah. Wow. And I'd say yeah. not as well animated as slime at all. I'm not really looking forward to the main character other than him. It looks like some small cat girl. It's a small like cat girl. eight years old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's bullied or, I don't know, a yeah. slave, something like that. It, it just feels very phoned in. Like, it feels like it's definitely riding on the tail of slime as there opposed was, it's to... It's done. It's yeah. so done. There was another even isekai if, if it's a sword. Yeah. from, like, many seasons ago we reviewed, and it was like, uh, he's a demon lord, and he's been isekai into this thing, and he gets this little slave girl friend. It oh. just, this just feels um, like a blending of that and slime. Yeah, but this is much better animated than that. If you remember, that was our contender for worst anime of the year because of how Oh, which bad one was that? You didn't watch this. Oh, of course this not. Was, yeah. This was long ago. But when you said, you know, he was isekai and he was a demon lord and blah, I was like, that's, okay, that's devil half is a part isekai. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a, that's a reverse isekai, um. I guess. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, reincarnated as a sword. Look, if you're absolutely bang on that isekai train, you'll probably enjoy it. You're not going to find it to be the best isekai you've ever watched. It's very middling. Um, it's not the worst. It's not the best um, from what we've seen yeah, so far. Yeah, I'm not going to say don't watch it. It's it's dumb. Yeah. It's dumb. It ain't no like, Ara Ferretta, that's for sure. <laughs> like, if you just need something to put on in the background while you're, I don't know, doing whatever, cooking or uh, anything, literally anything. Well, if, if you're you sitting there playing, you know, the new Pokemon which comes out next month, this would be good on the background. Yeah. yeah. Um, or if you're playing Cyberpunk 2077 by Red Fred Studios. <laughs> CD Projekt Red. <laughs> look, I'll be honest, if you're playing Cyberpunk, you don't have time to look at another screen. No. Um, you're constantly being shot at. Um, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, now, so look, Reincarnated is a sword. Yeah. What I'm looking forward to is next year's Reincarnated as a Vending Machine in the Dungeon. Um, that, uh, no, no, this, like, it's so outlandish that I'm okay you keep with it. You're trying to get me on this train. Oh, uh, look, just... I'm going to be brutally honest. It's a four out of 10. 
<laughs> but it's hilarious. <laughs> it's a hilarious four out of ten because it's just so stupid. Coming right, if they like grab that and take it by the reins and just go, hell yeah, we're a four out of ten. Yeah. Let's go. I think they will. You know, like Pacific Rim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just got. They just know exactly what they are, and they just. It's go just full coming the season it. after. Reincarnated as a gramophone in a dungeon. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Reincarnated as a gramophone in a music college run by wizards. Yeah. Actually, that. Oh, no. did you just uh, did you just take my joke and make it into something that could be explored? <laughs> say, say next season. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, reincarnated as a taxidermied hamster with psychic powers. I thought you were going to say ham in the front of one of them Japanese stores that oh, serves oh, ramen. Oh, like one of those like <laughs> yeah. plastic hams that looks called? real. Yeah. I love those so much. Oh my god. My dad's got a I'm honest to god. Art reincarnated form. as a Akihabara restaurant's display food. Display ham. <laughs> Display <Yes>. ham. <laughs> but with no psychic powers I mean, or I abilities don't... whatsoever. It's just like, help! One season only, 20 chapters of a manga, and it's only exploring the food of the restaurant and how it's made, it would work. However... Just watch Isekai any... Nobu. Well, anything I, other I than that? I also kind of like the idea of, like, he just watches the customers coming in and mm. explains, like, makes up stories about the customers' lives and then every episode, oh. it's just him making up an entire story about the customers he sees Every single episode. Ooh, I'd watch and that. And like the last it's minute is it showing it from the customer's point of view and showing how it's something completely mundane and not like what he was talking about. I mean, yeah, that's that's about <clears> right. I was thinking um, the Pulp Fiction. It's like Pulp Fiction. Uh, <laughs> it's like all these different storylines. No, I, I dig that. Just told by a ham. <laughs> a wax ham. All right. Well, let's, uh, on the note of absolutely bonkers, Tatami Time Machine Blues. Now. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no, I'm not talking about it. Um, this is, wow. This is not for everyone. This is, I'd say this is almost for no one. If you like Tatami Galaxy or Night is Short Walk On Girl, same creator. This is the guy who does the album covers for Asian Kung Fu Generation. Mm. Um, his manga is always just, man, it's all over the shop. I just, I just look down on anyone that plays with time travel. Don't do it. This is kind of funny, though. Look, we were watching it, and about halfway through, you turned to me. I'm playing Candy Crush, and you're like... You play Candy Crush? You don't like this, do you? Which <laughs> 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 is like, my man, no. <laughs> it's not Candy Crush, it's Homescapes, which is basically a different version of Candy Crush. It's Candy Crush with gardening. Well, and house, yeah, house building. building. That sounds like stuff. Farmville. It's better than Farmville. It's better than Farmville. Yeah. You know what um, you should play? You should play Graveyard Keeper. I've tried. I don't like the side-scrolling weirdness of it. It's, I don't know, there's something about it that I'm just like, bleh. What, I didn't grow up with that what, kind what of stuff. What do you have against retro? I didn't grow up with retro. I don't have that nostalgia fact. That uh, oh, so you, so you just grew up in the age of three dimensions. Back in my day, we only had two dimensions. No, Kenton, we I was poor. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Back in my day, we were poor. <laughs> Back in my day, we had money. <laughs> no, we didn't. Um, okay. Well, look, Tatami Time Machine Blues, it's <laughs> wild. Um, it's It talks a million miles a minute and... Um, yeah, it's not going to be for everyone. I think if you liked, what's the um, vampires and stationery? Oh, you know what? Monogatari. Monogatari. I reckon if you liked um, Uncle from Another, Another world. world, you might like this. Yeah, it's got a weird. But you like Uncle from Another World. I mean, it's all right. 
We are, well, we're still quite far behind on it because yeah. it got delayed. Yeah. I don't Good like stuff. how fast the guy talks in Tatami. Uh, yeah. And that, that's it's a, really a, annoying. It is. I think that's a style of his thing. So whenever the guy is doing a self-narration, the main character seems kind of... I'm going to be honest, I feel like a bit like a self-insert. Like yeah, uh, I'm a really intelligent self-insert. Yeah. Oh, dear. But he talks a million miles a minute, but the story that's going on around him is kind of interesting. What is? What do we call that? You know how we have, we've got like a Chad if it's like a dude bro? Yeah. But we don't... It, it's Crypto bro. No, it's not not even that. You're like... Elitist? It's like an incel. I think... I I mean, the character design does kind of fit towards that, but Japan doesn't really have that. I'd say he's more like borderline hikikomori. Isn't he like a... Is he a student? He's a student, but it's like, you know, like students will still go out to do their studies, but then come home and not go out and socialise. Yeah, I know. But Mm. the when he was talking to some of the other people in his dorm, I don't know, he seemed like he had a professor vibe around them. Like he was... Like above them? Yeah, no, but he's not. <clears throat> yeah, well, that's what it felt like. Tatami Time Machine Blues will not be for everyone, um, but it's an interesting sort of subset, like because of what it's based on. Um, if yeah. you like Tatami Galaxy, you'll like it. Um, and uh, yeah, if you like Tatami Galaxy, give it at least yeah. 15 minutes. Yeah. Like, watch half the episode because you'll know you'll, by, you'll know halfway, by halfway, through halfway through the first episode whether or not you like it. Yeah, but basically, it's the story about a guy who lives in a communal dorm all students, in his third year, he gets uh, the only room in the entire building which has an air conditioner and one of the roommates uh, spills cola on the remote and, of course, it's an old air conditioning machine so you can't manually turn it on. So apparently they construct a time machine to go back in time to fix the remote but the guy that broke the remote keeps stuffing with time when they go back. This sounds dumb. Yeah. It sounds smart but it sounds dumb. Exactly. Rick and Morty. Ugh. No, it's not even. Rick and Morty has some... Has like at least some sort of storyline and consequence to it. This just sounds like it has some charm. I mean, if you've got a time machine, just I don't know, go back, invest some stocks in Apple or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, uh, Simpsons did it. Yeah, well, I mean, Simpsons did everything though. Yeah, well, that's the old gag. Alrighty, well, uh, enough of slamming on the new season. Because <laughs> we we haven't had anything nice to say so far, have we? Um, we haven't watched enough of it. I'm we, looking we forward really to that maid one. Oh, Akiba Maid War. It's a war between maid cafes. Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't know much more than that. I just saw a wee bit on TikTok, and it um, looks fantastic. Do they have guns? Or? Oh yeah. Okay, so it's actual warfare. Yes. Actual warfare. It's between it's, maid cafes. It's it's not a style. Oh, what's it? Um, you know, the one which they did, the Snoop Dogg version. Oh, Blend S. Blend S. It's not Blend S, um, which <laughs> is just, you know, slice of life in the cafe. This is like action drama n- craziness. Um, um, viewers, please, uh, if you are of age to, uh, you know, handle drug references, go to YouTube and look up Blend W. It's... It's wonderful. It's amazing. Made by Mutant Dew. Um, <laughs> and uh, with that, um, we should probably talk about what we have actually been watching this season because that's Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Wi Fi Radio. I think I watched that as a kid. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Back catalogue. Man, I was so tempted to use the retro classic music for it because it totally fits it, but it's literally just come out. <laughs> like, give me that retro vibe. Um, Cyberpunk Edge Runners. It what, is what? a Netflix anime created by Studio Trigger, who are 
amazing. Uh, um, if you've uh, not heard it's singular in their animation style. They are. If you haven't heard of Studio Trigger, Kill the Kill. Wow, I didn't know that was them, actually. Supernatural battles become commonplace. Oh, that was them? That was them, apparently. Little Witch Academia, Darling in the Franks, Promare, Brand New Animal, um, Inferno Cop, Fact Files, apparently. Uh, Ninja Slayer from Animation, and uh, many other things. They're the... Original people who came to it were from um, Gurren Lagann, from Gainax, mm. when the, that was that. Um, Gainax has spawned so many different studios over the years. This very much fits their Anime MO the to a T. Like, oh, it's like their quintessential aesthetic. Yeah. Nobody does colours like Trigger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, there was a colour that was missing. Me and Carl were talking about this over messages earlier today. <laughs> um, so take the main character, David, paint his hair blue. What oh. do you get? Oh my god, is that coming up? It's but coming up! <laughs> from Gurren Lagan. Every blog. Uh, yeah, well. <laughs> and, it, and from Promare as well. <laughs> this is the thing. I said, this looks exactly like Promare when mm. we were first watching this. Yeah. This was fantastic. And this had no right being as good as it is with how far Cyberpunk's stock has fallen. So what would you actually rate it? I'd give this an 8 out of 10. Yeah. Easy. Ken? It's tough. Like, I do have kind of a criticism. I found the ending very abrupt. I found the last episode very... It's a bit lackluster, wasn't it? Quick. Mm. I don't know. It's it, 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 <clears throat> But it did feel right because, you know, the, the, the world they're living in, things end and start very quickly. Oh, it definitely fit the style. It fit the, like, original material to a T. I don't know. It's like, I don't know if I can really badmouth it too much in that way it was what it was mm-hmm. i just don't think that's my thing entirely so yeah solid eight out of ten mm-hmm. i agree um it'd probably be seven and a half to an eight mm-hmm. i rate different elements of it differently so yeah. the aesthetics aesthetic was the amazing, yeah. you know the drawing style the coloring the like the animation like, on just what as would be whole. the director of photography yeah Nine and a half out of ten. Oh, huge. It huge. was incredibly well done visually. Stunning visually. The, the person on art direction, especially for the colours, has spent a good few years in Amsterdam. Oh, yeah. Character <laughs> design was fantastic. Mm, absolutely. I, I, I do that. think if we could have had this as 12 episodes instead of 10, I think that would have given them time to flesh out that back half. No, I disagree. Well, you reckon it should have been shorter? I don't think they had enough story for 10 episodes. Mm. One of them was an entire montage event of him training basically well that was what was episode four i think yeah yeah it was like it's just like and now he's gonna go train with becca and, and then now they he's had, gonna um, go train with Maine. they had an episode that was basically all of the exposition as well yeah where yeah they just the, sort of they just mm. talked over him like running and shooting guns and things like that and then well, like, bam he was part of the crew yeah by the end of it you know everyone was buddy buddy if they had actually explored the rest of Lucy's story, mm. then yeah, 12, happy days. But they've left that at an open end. They've left yeah. that completely untethered, which means they may be going for a second season. We have heard mm. rumours about this. Well, no, no, it's not not rumours of a second season. It was rumours of a sequel to Cyberpunk the game. Oh. Yeah. Oh, but still, I mean, considering how well this did for the game with tens of millions of people just flying back to it. Oh, yeah. And that there is DLC, which includes a bunch of the weapons and clothes and locations. Mm. Yeah, that's pretty genius. anime. I wonder who 
paid for this. Well, the Cyberpunk Edge Runners, the anime, was announced at the same time the game's release date was announced. Ah, uh, okay. So they, so they, they planned this from day dot. They planned this from day dot. Yeah. And everyone was like, does that mean Keanu Reeves is going to be in an anime? That would be so And everyone was like... Oh. Everyone, I remember a bunch of people talking about that. It's like, yay, Keanu Reeves is now an anime character. But eh. no, still, like you said, might happen. Well, it, it's, it's already technically happened with. Um, oh, that other one. Weird animated one from like yeah. early two thousands. Well, it was it was rotoscoped over real action. Oh wow, mm. uh, Scanner Darkly. Yeah, that I was mean, that's a blast from the past. Man, it's that that's a wild <laughs> film to watch. Um, okay, so that makes sense. So they always so they released it at a really good time. They did in that. Well, case. Not, not only that, it, they've released it at absolutely the perfect time because the first DLC lands next year and it's free. Not only that, but like a lot of the game, from what I've heard, a lot of its initial glaring flaws have been severely patched up and fixed up. Mm-hmm. Apparently it's a fully working game now. So I wonder how long this anime had been ready to go. This date had been locked in for quite a while. This had been locked in for quite a while. Yeah. And um, Studio Trick are quite a small team, so they had other anime okay. come out in that yeah. time, so they wouldn't have had capacity to work on this until the allotted time. Um, They've had a long time to work on it, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, um, well, no, no, it's about standard. So typically um, the animators start in the lead-up. Um, so the uh, standard anime production, say we've got month one, it's been officially confirmed from the date that it's announced. Normally you're then about 18 months away from release when they say this is getting an adaptation. But before that, there would have been at least a year of groundwork done. Yeah, yeah. And in this case, they announced it a lot earlier because the production, when they, the first time we heard it was heading to production was around nine months after Cyberpunk came out. Um, and everyone, that was when everyone was like, why is it still going ahead? Like it's a bomb. And no, obviously it's, it's saved the game. Yeah, mm-hmm. very strategic, very impressive mm-hmm. in that sense. I mean, that's CD Projekt Red. They do tend to do things quite smartly. The story, I'd probably give a 6 out of 10. Yeah. Oh, the anime, you mean? Yeah, I mean, I haven't played the game. I just feel like it didn't really go anywhere. Nothing happened. The city is still the exact same city. Nothing. It's like, mm. it's like Pulp Fiction. It's just a blip on the radar on a city on Earth. And, you know... I suppose that's uh, kind of in keeping with the theme of the mm. games themselves. It's all about, like, these are the gangs. They do this havoc. They try to survive. They try to make a name for themselves. But always something goes wrong. And yeah, it's kind tragically. of like an exercise on the futile nature of your efforts. Yeah. If you're operating in these senses. Because literally, the, you know... Well, I, I think it's also like... I mean, you look at it and you see the, the warning signs with Maine... And then you see the same mm. warning signs with David and you go, surely people should be learning. But there's always, I, and I think this is the thing with the idea of cyberpunk, oh. it's I, sh- I am special in this world. And because otherwise, if I, if I don't think that way, I will fall into a pit of despair at how horrible this world I live in is. This is the thing, the first three episodes, I was kind of like, eh. you know, because nothing happened in the first three episodes except for this, I'm really sick of like, protagonist being like my life is so terrible and all Mm. these bad things happen to me and then one day i found out i was special Mm. and then Mm. like you know hijinks ensue um but it wasn't until the fourth episode i think was much better 
Well, fourth one was the flashbacks. It was the fifth episode when, oh, they, fifth episode. when they went on the, uh, yeah. the the first proper big job. Oh, no. The third episode was the uptick. The first and the second, I was like, meh. Third was like slightly showing an actual storyline. Oh, where, when they nicked the car and all that. Yeah, mm, where yeah. it could actually go mm. rather than him just being mopey and whatever. Um, and then, yeah, the fourth episode was just exposition. <laughs> I do agree. That With? All of that. Okay. Because... Look, it, it could have been... I, I think if they had an overarching story which set them up to have a sequel, then I think it would have been good. But I think they went into this with the idea we're only getting one season out of this, so it has to be self-contained. Therefore, we can dive not super deep into the world. We can dive just gives, just below the surface. It gives an introduction to the game and its original content as well. And because of this, never have I felt so inclined to base Cyberpunk. And it, it, I'm going to be 100% honest, this is the purpose of the anime. It's to drive you to buy the game. Yeah, it's, a, it's an advertisement for the and game. serving as an advertisement, it's perfect. That's very In that true. regard. I, it's, it's not a perfect anime, but as an advertisement for Cyberpunk the game, <laughs> it's perfection. Which is such a corporate mindset, but I did it. <laughs> you damn corpo tomb. <laughs> it just could have done so much more if it oh, had gone into, like, spoilers... From here, just slightly. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it had gone why into Lucy was the way she was and what she went through and picked. Well, why, like, uh, like why, where her parents were? For? I'm not really surprised why she was an orphan. That's just the city that they live in. People mm-hmm. die by the thousands, by the looks of it, every mm-hmm. day. Oh no, uh, um, they said that she was picked up somewhere else in the world, and well, yeah, she was yeah. specially selected for Arasaka's whole. Yeah, yeah. Well, she did. Project. She did yeah. training yeah. to get to that point, but she didn't have any parents. Like they specifically picked people who wouldn't be missed. That's what they said. But why they were deep diving into the old net? Ooh, ooh, I can answer this. Yeah, yeah but, but the but anime you, didn't. Mm, oh, well, yeah, that's the thing. It's like this is just yeah. an introduction to the world. And then there will be sequels. There's the game. There's, of course, the original tabletop RPG, which goes heavily into all of this, depending on where AR DM would want to go. But here's the thing, though. like, And we've discussed this at length. If you have to do additional reading for a product, it's not... It's not suitable. It's not a complete product. Yeah. I think it's supposed to be just one of those sort of... Uh, and I probably should uh i hate this word but it's sort of a mystery box that sort of another thing in the world for you to you know ponder and ask questions about and talk about rather than it's just being something that is just easily explained i think like not if, a lot of mysteries if, are left i think if cyberpunk edge runners was getting more episodes like another season or two then it was fine to leave that in there as something to tantalise for a second or third season as to what is in the old net. Um, because you could have Cyberpunk old net as the next season and it doesn't have to have any yeah. of the characters but set it in there and have it all surrounding Arasaka and then dive into it. That would be so cool. Yeah. Basically, but, like it would be like an anime matrix. Just yeah. Different. But I don't think that's going to happen. No. That, that's no. the shame for it. Like, if... if like. Please, Trigger, if anyone from Trigger ever hears this episode, please make a sequel. Not just Trigger. This is the thing, though. Because it's Netflix-based, Netflix could just drag any old dog's body in to do it because they're a money-making machine. That's Mm -hmm. what they do. And this would have made them some coin. Oh, well, I mean, it won't necessarily make them coin, but it's going to... Because they don't care about that. They they want big numbers on their shows to flaunt at the other streamers to say, look how good we are. Oh, no, they... 
definitely I reckon they definitely would have been like, Hey, Cyberpunk, you wanna host on our platform? We're gonna mm. take a cut of what you get. Oh yeah, but they're cut standardized. Like yeah. that's that's normal. Um and I, this is the thing, like the partnership was between Trigger and CD Projekt Red, not Netflix. I think that's Netflix were just the one who made the highest bid for it. I think you can mm. say that about a lot of the streaming services these days, though, is that they will have like a big tentpole <laughs> name. Like uh, mm. for Amazon, it's Lord of the Rings at the moment. For um, Netflix, it's either Stranger Things or Cyberpunk. Uh, should well, be Castlevania. I love that one. But No, um, Cast- Castlevania was up there as well on the mm. list. It, it, um, Castlevania was advertised as one of their... Their, their top know, tier Their sort banner. Of. One of their big shows originals, for yeah. quite some time, but mm. yeah, it's like each streaming server seems to have like the big draw card. Disney's yeah. is basically uh, the Star Wars ones. Yeah, well, well I mean, Disney's is Disney. Disney's just <laughs> is Disney. Yeah, I mean, you, you look at Amazon, and Amazon have quite a well diverse set of back catalogue. Other, but than it's the big name that's supposed to be the draw card, and I reckon you're right that Cyberpunk was this. This was the thing that they were going to make a bunch of money off just by having it known. It was a good bet mm-hmm. for yeah. them. It was a very good well, bet. Well, I mean, what, what was it the um, Cyberpunk-esque series a few years ago that was not Blade Runner but seemed very similar to it? Altered Carbon. Altered Carbon. Oh, yeah. That was Netflix as well. Same sort of thing. Had a big draw and it did really well. Had yeah. an anime as well on the side. Oh, yeah, it did too, <laughs> didn't it? And the thing is, is that I think people like... look. Netflix needs to do better. We, we've, we've been saying this for years and I think they're starting to get the point where they're realising it as well. Where they've got to actually spend money on good stuff in order to make money. Instead of just... You know, well, I say that. They're starting to realise it but they're still making the same mistakes like they did yep. with um, the Netflix version of Cowboy Bebop, mm. like they did with... Um, I'm, I'm going to say it, the upcoming live-action One Piece. That's going to be trash. It's straight up going to be trash. Yeah. And the same thing for the live action version of... Not the live action version, the new... Oh, no, it was the live action version of Avatar The Last Airbender. Can we please they just got, stop getting live they action... Got, they got rid of the two original guys who created it from... Well, they left because Netflix wanted to change and put their own views in it. It's like, you need to stop telling creators what to do and let them create. Mm-hmm. And that's what's happened here because it's been an external studio instead of mm. paid for by Netflix. Um, and every time Netflix goes and puts their fingers into the production process, they stuff it up and they need to stop doing it because Amazon and Hulu uh, Disney and Disney Plus are allowing creators to create... Not Disney Plus. What's the other one? Apple TV mm. are allowing the create the production company to create and create a solid product without their influence and it shows because they have, they're making bank. You can take this bit out. Um, but have you heard that Apple's doing credit cards now? Oh yeah, that's that's always been coming. Yeah. That's disgusting. It's disgusting, but it's always been coming. Coles and Woolies do. Yeah, I know they do car, like they insurance do literally and stuff. everything. But like like a tech company doing credit cards now. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they or, they've already been doing that. It's your Apple Pay. It's just all they're doing is adding a lending feature. They already have the infrastructure there. It's typical corpo trash. Yeah. Man, are we edge runners? <laughs> that, that's, see, that's the thing. Um, the whole uh, cyberpunk uh, universe was developed by this guy Mike Pondsmith mm-hmm. years ago. The man is a genius. Writer. And they've even got credit to him in the opening sequence. It's he's the first name oh, on the screen. That's cute. Yeah. I like that. Oh, because yeah, it's like nothing can basically be created around cyberpunk without his say so on it, and you know, rightly so. But yeah, he basically wrote all of this because uh, he was like watching everything become. A lot more corporatized. So mm. you're like, oh, what's it going to be like in the future? 
And now, and it's like, so he made Cyberpunk 2020. It mm. was originally called as like a tabletop game. And then we, uh, you know, reach the future and he's just like, uh, yep, all right. For the uh, actual video game, I'm going to just up the scales a bit. Let's see if this reflects the future. Mm. <laughs> and it's going to. It's getting a bit concerning. Um, now, just, I've just realized we've gone all this time without actually giving you the uh, the synopsis oh, yeah. of um, Cyberpunk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, David Martinez. Oh, first things first. This is not a retelling of the game. This is a separate story entirely, just set in the game's universe. <laughs> David Martinez is an in-debt expert teenage dropout who teams up with a mercenary gang of cyberpunk called edge runners he can use cyberware that would otherwise cause others to go crazy and along with his fellow edge runners they take on illicit jobs in an alternative future world that has everything going against them as david climbs the underground racks events happen that take these edge runners through love death secrets and betrayal right to the very edge to the powerful corporate elites that look down upon everyone with twisted deadly vengeance it's got a lot of great characters mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i think we definitely have to give massive credit to the dub and this is the only time i think i've oh, ever yeah. said this about a netflix dub right it's impeccable it's a very good dub. The english dub is great and yeah and in some places, it like if you leave put the subtitles on with the English dub, you'll notice that the things that are said, even if they don't match the screen, they it just might be that they've rearranged the sentence and mm. that's it. Yeah, they've done a really good job of drawing out the same meaning, mm-hmm. but in better language that would be used yeah. for you know the future that culture. And yeah, like they've had their own, added their own colloquialisms and sayings and things that are mm. much more grunge and punk and in tune to what they're doing yeah what oh, that's, subtitles that's would. original from like the old game as well yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so i mean that they, they've done a really good job whoever did the adaptation for the dub like massive props actually i'm gonna bring that I up i gotta say i love rebecca's voice actor the oh the havoc midget amazing. is wonderful yeah. she is and um alex Cazares is her name. Uh, huh. Born in 92 in LA. She has only been in a handful of series. Which is very surprising. She sounds like she sounds like a total vet in this. Mm-hmm. Well, she has been in Baruto as Shin Uchiha, a clone, and Suka Kanonji. Naruto Shippuden as Otsuki Asura. You've watched Shippuden? I have. Which one's um, that? Don't know, because I didn't watch the dub. <laughs> I didn't watch the dub. It wasn't. It wasn't good. Glitter Force, Drifting Home, Modest Heroes, Only Yesterday, Somali and the Forest Spirits as lots of insert characters. Huh. Only Yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, that's quite an old one. Yeah, that's an old. Ghibli, oh wow. Yeah, yeah it's an old. Nineteen ninety-one. It was. Oh, so. Well, I mean, that was before she was born, so obviously the, not. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so they must have. It must be a. For that one oh, 2016 was a new dub. Or is oh, she a wow. time traveler? That's really late for a new dub. Um, I think actually, if memory serves me right, that's getting towards when um the deals with Disney started changing. Ah. Uh. So yeah. Um. And then she's also been in Twin Star Exorcists and Mister Osomatsu. Um, along with there's other little bits and pieces like she's in Rent a Girlfriend but the char- I don't recognise the characters Nagomi Kinoshita and it's like that's not one of the main four girls so it, maybe it's the oh that's the grandma I think hmm. I think it's the grandma she's not well known and she should be she will be she will be after this and yeah. I'm going to see if I can get her to talk <laughs> now, now that I've found that I've got a way to get in touch with her I want to um, em- Emmy Lowe uh, also known as Cheryl Lee was a uh, is the voice actor for Lucy. Mm-hmm. Um, she's done 
a astounding amount of anime. Uh, she was Hototo in a Pare Ranman. Um, oh. She was Mika in a Kabi sailor uniform. Uh, Yato Mika Minor in '86. Uh, um, that's the main. Okay, girl, isn't yeah. It? She has the quintessential saucy, steamy woman's anime voice, mm-hmm. like that kind of. Low, like uh, oh, lust from Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, uh, it's funny you say that. Uh, she's Mariah Shishio in Doctor Stone. Uh, that's oh. the blonde girl with the uh, the pink. Head. No. Mm. Which on. is the blonde girl? Um, she's from season two, I believe. Oh, it's Sukasa's sister. That's oh, not who I was okay. thinking it was. Ignore me. That's okay. that's not saucy at all. Um, <laughs> I mean, that suggests she just has who is great the guy range there. who is. Main? Oh man, Main's that voice actor, voice. William C. Stevens. He is Dulcet-tose. yeah, he's not very well known, and I think it's because the work he has done has been mostly outside of anime. Um, Pretty crazy that for a big name project like this, they pull a bunch of people that have been in like you know relatively small amount of stuff. Yeah, so he was in the Avengers in a celebration montage. He was in Skull Island as additional crew. He did visual effects for Underworld Evolution back in the day. Like this guy's just He's done a lot of things outside of it. He was in Saints Row as Marshall characters. Maybe that's because huh. there's one voice in this show, one male voice. That is so recognisable, but I couldn't put my finger on where he's from. Who was that? Uh, I can't remember. Oh, would it be Faraday? Because I'm still convinced that he's Cell from like the English (laughs) Cell. That would be amazing. Giancarlo Espizotta. Goku, Um, I have joined the Arakos. No, he has not been in any big anime that we know. What about Falco then? Falco. Matthew Mercer. That's what it Uh, is. uh, Yep. So, Matthew Mercer... Um, it kind of needs no introduction uh, yeah. to a lot of people that, like... Yeah, but what are his top gigs? Um, uh, these days, Critical Role. Yeah. But in anime, he's been in a bunch of things. He was in... Uh, he was Levi Ackerman in Attack on Titan. Yeah. He was in the original Bleach as Michael. Um, Cowboy Bebop as a supporting voice um, back in the day. Really? Yep. Uh, Demon Slayer as lots of inserts, uh, including the tongue demon from the film, mm. um, from Demon Train, like the, the guy who's the main villain for Demon Train, uh, Mugen Train. Tongue? That's what he's... <laughs> he has the hand tongue. Uh, yeah, that's why they call him that. That's right, he's hit in Dragon Ball tongue. Super, Fullmetal Alchemist, oh, he was in the film, but not in the main series. Ghost in the Shell, Standalone Complex 2045, so I'm not sure on that. Helsing Ultimate is several inserts, like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, he's been JoJo. For, oh, wow. Like. Okay. Diamond is Unbreakable, Golden Wind, Stardust Crusades, Battle in Egypt, and Stone Ocean as Jotaro Kujo. That's huge role to have. Yeah. Um, oh, he was in Kill the Kill as uh, Miki Sugi. Um, I think that's the big tank guy. Uh, you know what? I think that's where I recognize yeah. him from. Or was he the teacher that's constantly stripping? Oh... You know what? I'm going to Google and I'm going to make sure because we get things right on this. He's the teacher that's constantly stripping. Oh, no. <laughs> that's worse. <laughs> he was in Naruto Shippuden as about 30 different characters from sure. random episodes. Yeah, he's got good chops as a voice actor. Yeah, good yeah. for him. He's, oh, he's Lore in um, One Piece. Uh, Trafalgar Lore. He's a late, uh, late character. He's in uh, the One Piece Red film as well. 
Um, Sailor Moon, he's Prince Demande. No way. In the Viz Media dub. Oh, okay. In the like right. villain dude. That's yeah. recent. And Sword Art Online, Kikuoka Sejiro. Is that? Mm. Yeah, it's the the creepy dude who. Um, oh, the villain. Yeah. I mean, yeah. creepy dude that, yeah, says, <laughs> like, that's half of Sword Art's characters. Yeah. That, well, I, mean, yeah. I haven't seen it. <laughs> no, it's full of good. creepy dudes that, yeah. That's a good thing. You don't want to okay. see it. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, look, look, Sword Art Online is a fantastic look at the MMORPG thing, but it is chock full of problematic yeah, I've heard things with it. Yeah. So we say mixed reviews. Yeah. All right. So, look, back to Cyberpunk. Yay. The voice actors are fantastic, both English and Japanese. The translation has been very well done, mm. and the characters are very likable and interesting. And, and the tech and weapons are accurate. Oh my god! To the let's game. talk about that fire opening. Oh, oh well, boy. yeah. They got Franz Ferdinand. <laughs> uh, I thought it was the original version. No, Franz oh, yeah, that's Ferdinand. Not <laughs> that's not a pun. <laughs> it, it, but it was. <laughs> uh, right, yeah. um, so this fire I by Franz you didn't Ferdinand like it, to start with. Like, you're like, it's all build-up. It's not a... Well, oh, no, yeah, I don't sh- appreciate listening to it because it doesn't actually have the bass drop in the song. It's yeah. like having a techno song with just, like... Like, no actual... Well, here's the thing. They re-recorded this fire for it. Yeah, I know, because it's not it's not the song. No. You can tell it's not the original song at all. And it's But it's still great. And the opening is stunning. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean that, that studio so trigger. Beautiful. They just they splash color for their openings, yeah. and they're amazing because yeah. of it. Um, so let let's talk about what this has actually led to, because we've said that this has reinvigorated um, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, mm-hmm. and it it certainly has to an insane extent. Um, they're looking apparently CD Projekt Red is working on a new title that looks like it will serve as a sequel to Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Um, now this came out on October six, three days before we recorded this, and it's looking like that. Thankfully, has uh, helped boost. Um, the game a bit because since its release Cyberpunk 2077 has sold almost 20 million copies globally across Xbox and PlayStation considering that this was taken off the PlayStation store due to issues with it it's saying a lot that it's getting the resurgence that yeah. oh this was always designed as an advertisement for the game oh we know we know and but... they did such an epic job of it mm. like honestly just like yeah well mm. done well freaking played it's very like if they this played was... us all Mm-hmm. And I'm actually glad about like, it. Like, do Me we too. think that this was like a backup plan in case the game screwed up? I think this was the plan to get people to come back. Well, after about nine months, the hype of the game, even if it was good, it would have died down. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that checks out. I mean, that's basically how it is for Elden Ring at the moment. A lot yeah, of people and are just in that of, amount of time, mm. you get a new audience. You like, do. it doesn't seem that long of a time, but it is. Well, when you think about it, so yeah. the especially la- with all the new graphics cards that are coming out. Well, and they only recently released in the past six months the graphical update for the next-gen consoles as well. Yeah. Which is what it was meant to land on, which is what I've got it on. I've got it on the new Series X, and it looks so much better. So I played it on launch, and I played maybe a couple of hours, and I went, I'll come back to this. And no, then you're right. Life I, happened. That's, that's been talked about for ages. I think you are whoever absolutely wrote this correct. Time, no, seriously. Whoever wrote this timeline in this marketing campaign deserves a friggin' Emmy for their, yeah. for their performance. This is outstanding. Um, not only that, 
along its player count is up nearly 300% on Steam. Jesus. In just the last two weeks. Yeah. And that's that's for good reason. I've had it sitting in my library for a while. I think yeah. I'm just going to have to boot it up. Well, here's the thing. like I've had it sitting on the, uh, the console and I'm tempted to get it on the computer as well just to show support for it because it's like, I don't want this as a franchise to die. Someone make a multiplayer and mod. And you know what the trick is? Mm. I'm not a gamer. And I'm like, yeah, I might give it a crack. Yay. Yeah, it's like it just because I, I I don't want to play it. I don't care about the story. I want to see it. Mm. So you want to watch me play it? Yeah, that's probably what'll happen. <laughs> see, that's the around. thing as well. <laughs> uh, even like that uh, critical plot central device, the San Devastan mod, mm. Mm. that is something you can get in game and play well, around with. Now, we, you and I talked about this briefly, mm. and I wanted to bring this up. So, if there's going to be a multiplayer mod, and we don't know at this point, they originally announced that Cyberpunk was going to get three expansions, one of them being a multiplayer expansion. Yeah, could you imagine if it was an MMO? Oh, God. Mm. Um, but that. That uh, multiplayer mod looks very questionable at this point because of obviously the, the shaky launch it's had. Now, if Edge Runners manages to bring them up to the profit level they needed for it, fantastic. Because CD Projekt Red have a good habit of looking after the games. Look at how they handle the Witcher series, for instance. If that happened, I now know how. I've just realized how they could do the Sand Devastan. Now, oh, for yeah. those who haven't watched uh, Edge Runners, the Sand Devastan is a back implant. It replaces your spine, but it slows down time for you so you can do things in the blink of an eye that others would take ages. It's a reflex and performance booster. Yeah. Um, the way you do it in the game, everyone else's vision would slow down, but their movement wouldn't increase. Okay. So they could see what you're doing. You'd still keep going and doing what you're doing. <laughs> but yeah. And then the trade-off being would have to obviously be that whenever you use it, it stops working for a while or you then get lo- slower reflexes. There's a cool reflexes. down period. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, imagine that in a multiplayer version because they did say the multiplayer isn't like a combat version. I mean, you can go and turn, you know, team killing on. I could but... see people griefing with that yeah. so easily. Oh, yeah. But I suppose that kind of fits in with the environment. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, if you die in Cyberpunk, you... Die in real life. <laughs> well, you'd, you'd kind of want it to be like a more hardcore future version of GTA. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. God, I would love that. Like, that would be sick. I yeah. have so much time for that idea. Cyberpunk Edge Runners, you can watch it on Netflix and it's worth it. It is worth every minute of your time. It might, I don't think it has high rewatchability, but I think we've got to give massive yeah. props for the soundtrack because holy cow, the visuals, the voice acting, and just the actual guts to follow through with it mm-hmm. after so long. Like, it is, they've done it justice. It's fantastic work. I mean, the studio trigger, they're not going to put something out that's rubbish. Yeah. They, they just refuse to put it out. They'll push it back instead. Yeah, the rewatchability of it is one of the reasons why I don't rate it as yeah. highly. Because I'm not going to watch it again. Mm. See, I think I'd watch it again after I finished the game. I, I think yeah. to, to give me ideas and then because I'd finished the game, I'd be able to spot things I missed in the first watch through. Mm. But if you weren't playing the game... You can't actually visit mm. in-game locations. Well, they added the they added that as the yeah, most recent patch. Yeah, I'm not patch. surprised yeah. there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there is a, there is an Edge Runners uh, pack that's just been released free, of course, because that's what how CD Projekt Red do it. Um, and uh, yeah, you can get the jacket and uh, the cars yep. and the locations. Yep. Six for the story, nine and a half for the artistic value, eleven out of ten for the marketing strategy. Yeah. They mm-hmm. got us. They got us good. And, and I'm, I'm not even I mad. I thank them for it. <laughs> just like ride that. This horse. was a corpo scheme all along. All this time. So <laughs> also, in case you are going to play it on some of the old platforms, it is still stable. But uh, they 
I'd recommend if you're going to play Cyberpunk 2077, new consoles or PC. Like just PC Master Race, or or use like XCloud, like so that that way you don't need a console which can actually handle it. Oh, um, yeah. If you've got good internet in your area, otherwise don't do it. Um, cool. Now that brings us to news, and this is an odd situation because it's only been a week since the last episode, and uh, there's not much that's come out, but mm. there are things that we do need to talk about. Wi-Fi Radio. Tonight on Anime Communicate. Great story. Compelling and rich. Nothing brings ratings up like a little controversy. Are you ready for the controversy? Hit me with controversy. Oh, that's right. You teased it in the pre-show, which you can get if you're a Patreon. Oh, wow. You're getting all the money. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) Domestic Girlfriend. Uh-huh. All right. I already don't like this. News. Yeah, you shouldn't like where this is going. Kei Susugawa, the creator of Domestic Girlfriend, I still don't like. Where came this out is going. as a lesbian like Velma. No, oh. um, <laughs> has launched a new manga on October 19 in 10 days. No. Now, Wild boyfriend. <laughs> instead of domesticated <laughs> girlfriend. <laughs> no, this is much worse. Uh, couple Gaihi Des. Not yeah, the, not I was the like, ooh, oh what my am I God, doing? You just said Desi. Desu. <laughs> that, remember, the U I is silent. Desu. <laughs> uh, couple Gaihi Des. It's a secret gai-hi. between couples, is what it translates mm. to. Yep. Couple Gaihi Des. Is that what it is? Or couple? Gai-hi? Couple. Couple. Okay. So it's yeah. couple. They, they used um, katakana for it, and then so they've ca- got the. Kapperu. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's going to be so. The domestic girlfriend ended in June 2020 with mass hatred online um, because literally bait and switch. Like 85 of it, like percent of that hate came from this podcast. No, and most of that 85 percent of that hate came from me. Just, just Kyle. <laughs> no, um, massive. Look, basically, they bait. She bait and switched. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like she spent, like I think it was she like... She subverted audience I, expectations. Well, no, it was about 200 chapters, the story, and it was a monthly or fortnightly release. I can't remember. No, it was fortnightly. And uh, 150 of that was the main guy's relationship with one girl. And then at the end, the other girl gets in a car accident and he decides, you know, nev- never mind that I have a daughter with the other girl. I'm going to drop everything and look after her and get married to her while she's in a coma. That's dumb. Yeah. It's just, it, everyone was like, even people who were standing for the other girl were like, this isn't okay. Just sounds like a pity party. It, it yeah. reads like, I don't know, a parody of like daytime soaps. Yeah. It's like, I'm married and pregnant with your evil twin and I have amnesia. Yeah, I, I would know, totally right? watch like, <laughs> a telenovela about that. Oh, you would love Passions. <laughs> I watched Passions as a kid. It was the best. Oh, my gosh. sister and I used to race home from school so we could catch the last oh, like, 20 minutes. My sister unironically uh, loved it. Yeah, I, man. It's great. <laughs> it's brilliant. God. Well, look, this new one, it's interesting that um, it's coming out now because it's not only changed the publication she's with um which i think so she was uh domestic girlfriend get rid of her well weekly (laughs) shonen magazine by kadansha was where domestic girlfriend has been and that's where all her prior manga has been released Mm. uh she's moved over to shueisha the competitor's grand jump magazine wow um everyone online has been like something's happened Clearly. Um, yeah, fired or stolen? Well, what I'm betting's happened is that that after the... F- obviously, the finale came out. and then The, the dumpster c- fire of the finale, yep. And then all of the manga 
volumes came out in the inter- international market and no one bought them because Ooh. everyone had already read them online. So it's probably cost them money and they went, look, Ouch. You're, for, for us, we don't really, uh, if you're going to do another romance, we won't, we mm. won't take it on. Um, and Shueisha's went, hey, that'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it's going to be another domestic gumster, dumpster fire. Um, it's a secret It'll be between a dumpster couples. fire between couples. I'm going to wager a bet that this is going to end up being like a swingers thing and it goes wrong and it's all drama for the whole way where it could all be solved if they actually talked. Is this which just is... all just Japanese Fifty Shades of Grey? Yeah, basically. Oh, God. Basically. I'm secretly hoping that like, the secret between the couple is that you know every Wednesday night they wear each other's clothing and like <laughs> go out <laughs> go out in the town. <laughs> I, I, was in a, I thought you were going to go like hell October spooky. They're like, the secret between the couples is that every Wednesday they go out and they pick someone up kill and kill someone. them. <laughs> like, oh, mm. actually I would watch that that does sound fun like yeah but like based on Sasuga's track record no that won't be it'll be romance it'll be trashy her first her first one was actually really well done and Domestic Girlfriend copied a lot of the story elements from it Um, but the first one ended well because you knew who was the girl that was going to win the whole way through there was no question Mm. and it made sense because of the, the way the characters interacted but with Domestic Girlfriend it made sense all the way until the end you know, um, that's just the way she, it is. She just wanted to do something different. She wanted to subvert subvert expectations. Yeah, let, let's let's hook them up together when they've had no shared panels for 130 chapters. Let's, let's have a guy mm. hook up with comatose. But that <laughs> <laughs> Would you like a brick for a wife? Sign here, please. <laughs> no. Wait, she's comatose and he marries her? Is that what happens? Yeah, to be her carer. And yeah, then like, they, they have a proper ceremony after she wakes up. But if she's comatose... Her family are the carers. And they approve it. Yeah, that's yeah. I was like, but she can't approve any sort of marriage. Yep, yep, yep. It's dodge. Um, They used this in uh, the second half of the first season of Sword Art Online as well. I just have to wonder what the mentality for this. Oh, it's like Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, no. So look, um, time to change your diaper. um, (laughs) So if if you want to take anything out of this, uh, don't read or watch Domestic Girlfriend if you're expecting to be happy at the end of it, and don't read whatever comes out next. It's a secret between couples because it too will be bad. Um, And it's not (laughs) the secret is not murder. Just make it up. Whatever the secret is between the two couples, make it up and And write your own story secretly building a robot dinosaur i mean i'd be down for that um my hero academia season six has started and the dub premieres on october 15th um it's crunchyroll streaming the dub again um if you've been paying attention to the massive mess that's happened with the mob psycho dub because they've now said we want to do it in person we want to do it at tech in texas because they don't do dubs with the um the guilds or the um unions um basically to save money because uh-huh. Texas doesn't like unions at all. Um, yeah. That's basically meant most of it's been recast Ooh. for the third season. I hate it when they're that's, recast. Yep. And uh, the the most annoying thing is is that the guy who was playing Mob, the main character, all he said to them is, look, I'm happy to still work on a non-union contract. I just want you to have a conversation with the union for me. And they in just instead of actually replying to that... They just recast him. Wow. Everyone's replaceable. Well, Crunchyroll were really good at looking after people until they were bought by Sony. And we all said this was going to happen and this is exactly what's happened. Pretty much. Also, you know, they kept saying that all your anime in one place, but they haven't got half the anime this season. (laughs) 
And so. they keep dodging, they keep dumping stuff as well. Yeah, there's that too. There's that too. Um, but look, this is going to... The world um, is entering a great age of piracy. Uh, My Hero Academia is going to have its... Um, that dub is going to premiere at New York Comic Con, I believe. No, no, sorry. They just, they announced it at the uh, panel at New York Comic Con over the weekend. Okay. Um, so... Oh man, I'd be if I was there. They're mm. like, we've got a really cool announcement about... You know, and, and then uh, it's just like, we're going to announce. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, look, it's it's literally this week, October fifteenth. So I know, but you know, it's, yeah. it's Comic Con. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, I yeah, mean, they, you want to bring something, a trailer at least, to well, get people hyped. Well, they probably so. they probably have an English dub trailer, but Crunchyroll is streaming the first episode of, well, showing ahead of time the first episode of Chainsaw Man at uh, the expo this weekend. Oh, okay. Ah, uh, see, that's what that's, that's what, what you, you go would for. think would be shown at something mm-hmm. like Comic-Con. Um, Super Beaver are performing the opening theme. Um, they did several opening themes for Shippuden. And okay. they, were, ah, they, were, they were some of the good themes too. So, yeah. Um, so, this is season six. It's going to be messy. It's going to be violent. And it's going to line us up for the final arc as well. Yeah, this is a big boy arc, it isn't is it? It is a big boy arc. Um, let's talk about Demon Slayer. Because, uh, Always. you know, if we must, if we must, um, Entertainment District Arc is getting released on Blu-ray and at part of the New York Comic Con, uh, they have announced that on the 15th of October, the same day that the dub for My Hero comes out, news yeah. for the new season is expected to be announced. Awesome. So I believe there's, a, there's an event in Japan, which is going to be streamed on the Demon Slayer channel, allegedly, according, at least according to the article I'm looking at, which says they're going Next to be doing Next arc is uh, Swordmaker Village, I think. Yeah. <laughs> well, part of it's Swordmaker Village. Oh. If it's going to be 25 episodes, which is suspected it will be, it did say two core in the initial announcement. Right. Half Swordmaker Village and then another half potentially on something else. Yeah, they need to set it up because... At the end of the last one, before the Entertainment District, they set up um, the Entertainment District, didn't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, sort of. I can't that, that they set the Entertainment District up in the film, at the end of the film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And to be fair, they also did set up the film at the end of season one because we had them at the train station. Yeah. And at the end of the Entertainment District, there was no setup. There was something. It but wasn't not a big. Lot. It yeah. wasn't big, though. So it the was. The first two. Maybe three episodes will be, the will be set up for the final. Actually, uh-huh. you, you know, area. you know what the first two, three episodes are going to be. It's back to base recovery. Yeah, and then here's your new mission, yeah. along with um the what do you call it the here's all the exposition between the boss people talking and yeah. wonderful man have Michael wings. Jackson being like, Ugh, I here's what we know one. about the bad mm-hmm. guys. Or he was just like, no, they weren't good enough. I have a spare. <laughs> well, actually, it was two of them, so yeah. Yeah, well, he'd actually, be like, who is this guy? Yeah. You know? um, but yeah, look, um, that's going to be 15th of October. I'm excited. Um, if you weren't already aware and you are a manga reader, the entire Demon Slayer manga is finished. Um, mm-hmm. It has been for a few years, actually. So it's worth, if you're not willing to wait, go read it, and it will still be good to watch. Because it's it's UFO table, right? They make beautiful anime. Mm-hmm. I don't want to spoil the anime. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> All right. And uh, the last thing we do want to talk about is JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Stone Ocean. Part three is the final part, and it's launching on Netflix on December 1st. It's going to be episodes 35 to 38 um, for everyone who's excited. So we're going to see more of Jolene and the girls um, after they've been in prison and uh, what happens from there. Apparently, this is the final major story arc to do with Dio. 
So this is like a bookend of like the first era of JoJo. Um, And this will be big when it does hit. I expect an event like that is pretty tempting. Well, I was going to say next, uh, because I mean, we already saw lots of people dressing up as the characters from it this year at conventions. Next year, March, it's going to be, everyone is just going to be, it's going to be JoJo everywhere. Because the endings, I can see gonna, it. the endings are always epic for Jojo. So, yeah, I mean, I don't Jojo, but I, even I know who Dio is. Yeah. <laughs> well, the final battle to end the century-long fateful confrontation between the Joestar family and Dio begins. He's the guy from Fortnite. <laughs> no, that's Vegeta. <laughs> or is it? Uh, what's the other one? I'm gonna get a death threat for that. I <laughs> um, actually, uh, completely random side note: One Piece Odyssey games coming out. Yeah, I saw um, a trailer for that. It basically looks like it is the entire series as a game. And uh, now that's that I'm gonna on take the... so long. I, no, no. Now, that's something that would be pretty fun as an MMO as well. Yeah. Could you imagine? You're just like assigned a random... Fruit. Fruit. Yeah. <laughs> One piece MMO. Yeah. And then you can like try and hunt for different fruit. You are the pen pen fruit. You can only turn into a penguin. That's your only ability. Yeah. <laughs> Greatest power of all. We've been Because we were talking about this because I was telling Emma about like the different characters <laughs> and their abilities have come up and she's like... I was questioning Is there fruit for everything. I was <laughs> questioning the horticulture. <laughs> no, that's fair enough. I just like, like the uh, idea that uh, the uh, plants, like all of these different like uh, gum gum fruit plants, they're watered from the pools from Ranma Half. <laughs> I mean, yeah. ah, this is the pool of rubber, rubber tree. Very sad story about rubber tree who fell in and drowned 500 years yeah. ago. I was like, who's Let's growing all of these fruit? Where are they? I want to see these orchards. I know, right? It's like, like a gumball machine. They're all like different. I mean, I like we saw a massive tweet which is uh, was from Viz Media a couple of weeks ago, where it was just all in capitals. The One Piece is real. And it's to do with the most recent chapters. They've gotten <laughs> towards the end of the Grand Line by the sounds of it. And I wonder if the one piece is the orchard. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Because he, he says, I've left all my treasure there. Perhaps he is the origin. Perhaps the original pirate is the origin. Um, Gold D. After all this time, yeah. he was just like a mad gardener. Like, <laughs> just like the world's greatest Turns out biologist. one piece is a botanical anime. <laughs> yeah, give me that botanical horticultural you know mm. law that's what i want yeah. my treasure was potatoes all along <laughs> the at the end of the grand line it's just island <laughs> it's just like did we mention we just we're growing all these different uh, potatoes using different types of beer this one is the guinness potato and it's had four varieties and we've mixed it with kilkenny i don't know <laughs> did you know that peru has 42 different species of potato they all look different i want to try all of them isn't that I where they originated Sorry, what? They originated in South America. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah. But just like you see a picture of all the different variations of potato, like some are red and long, some are like mm. yellow and spiky, just like, what do you taste Pork like? I want to turn them all into toast. chips and see which one is the best. Yes. Oh, like a bag of just multi-chips. It's just like, yes. what's it going to be? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm down for that, as long as they're not poisonous, like the yams and all that. I mean, they are part of the nightshade family. Yeah, but the potato. I always forget that. I that's, do too. That's lo- loony. I well, never look, forget. They're, they're, well, that's a better <laughs> the part of the... chance that a potato can kill you is very low. But not <laughs> zero. zero. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And uh, on that uh, starchy note, um, I guess we'll wrap starchy. up. Kawaii Fire Radio. 
starchy note is my new death metal band name. That's a particular name. Hello, I'm Kenny and we are Starchy Notes. Starchy Notes. <laughs> this is well, our first song. It's called Guinness Potato. I was going to say, potatoes can kill. <laughs> potato is a nightshade. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, that's going straight to my Patreon. <laughs> and uh, thank you so much for listening. It's uh, definitely been a... Uh, if we reach a thousand Patreons, we will sing the Starchy Potato song. Don't tempt me, man. That's a real cute use of the royal we. <laughs> <laughs> the sass that's coming from the other side of the table right now is like off it's the charts. That'd yeah. be like me and Aaron, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Look, I, I'm pretty sure the three of us would happily do something. Let's write a thing. Let's write a thing. Um, so, next episode... It's Halloweener time! Yay for wieners! Yay, spoopy! We still haven't written up a poll on the uh, Instagram, on Instagram, on uh, the Patreon for our patrons to vote what is going to be this year's theme. Oh yes! But it'll be spooky. And uh, we didn't think about having a ladies' night because all of the ladies on this podcast are spooky girls. Mm -hmm. We are all into our horror. Ghosts, nonsense. Mm -hmm. Oh, look, the, the, the Halloween episode is always a big episode, and yeah. if we can get everyone together for it, it'll be a little bit messy, mm. but it'll be uh, highly entertaining. We'll have to have the talking stick. We can pass a. We'll have the talking pen pen, the talking anime plush. If you have the plush, you can talk. <laughs> like a talking pumpkin or something. Oh, we can it do that. It needs to be on, on brand. It needs to be on brand. We can give him a pumpkin head. Okay. Yeah? Yeah, Deal. all right. <laughs> um, now, um, podcast news-wise, we're back in two weeks. Yeah. Um, so we're now back on our proper schedule after mm. the move and the mess and all that. We couldn't not. We couldn't wait until now to do an anime preseason because Aaron and Tifa are over at Penny Arcade Expo East. Um, Kira Lee is working, I believe. And yeah, um, well, Kenny, you were working all morning as well. And Emma, you're back at work tomorrow. Yeah. And I'm back at work tomorrow. And it, yeah, it just had to happen. It's been a loony, a loony couple weeks. of weeks. Um, but we've got the rest of the year planned out and uh, get excited for our brand new Kawaii Fi Anime Awards for the year. It's going to be very different to what we've done before. A lot less bluster and a lot more silly and possibly live streamed we haven't decided yet we will see how we go um i do like the goof i do like the goof too um goof we might better uh, than long as we've normally done well yeah. yeah it's a bit too long um and also like just for the amount of work we put in for the actual interest in it it's not worth it yeah um it's it when me and emma first met i literally spent a week doing the visual editing for it. It was intense. It was not good. It was not good. <laughs> it's and, not good. And then I think like on YouTube, like 50 people watched it. Yeah. It's like, uh... 50 people watched anyway. that thing? That's so yeah. cool. No, not, that, that's, not, that's not blaming anyone. It's just like, no, it wasn't, it wasn't a good use of the time. We could have yeah. created more content in that time, which would be more fun. Um, so that's what we're focusing on, creating more content, um, better. Videos will be coming back at some point for the normal channel. It's just been a bit hectic and I haven't even got the like the film filming set, set up yet. So mm. that's something I've got to do. So um, Now, on that note, Patreon. Um, lots of stuff going up there in the next few weeks um, from the back catalogue of stuff that I've had to get done. 
we will have more stuff on there. Big thank you to our patrons as always. Thank um, you. Like, subscribe, all that good stuff. And yeah, that's it. Any any pressing thoughts? Oh, we'll chuck our Halloween costumes up on Patreon if anybody's interested. <laughs> oh, you mean the one we, we're going to use this weekend? Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've. Uh, oh, if you are in Perth, unlikely, but it may be because we do see a lot of people at conventions. Hmm. Um, we have an event coming up on this Friday. Now that would Friday the fifteenth. Friday the fifteenth. Instead of watching Chainsaw Man, <laughs> because let's be fair, it won't come out until the Saturday because yep. it's coming out on midnight. Mm-hmm. Come down to Badlands Bar in uh, Northbridge. Uh, is it Northbridge or is it Perth, technically? It's technically Perth. Technically it's not in Perth. Northbridge. Um, we've got an event called Hoshi After Dark, which we do with our wonderful friends at HoshiCon. Clockwork. It is a steampunk anime night. So come down, dress up. Uh, we've made lots of interesting cocktail names. We have one which is blue and ha- is called Hal's Bathwater, as in Hal's <laughs> Moving Castle. Um, <laughs> so the girls of it were very excited about naming that, not the Kawaii girls, but the main girls. Do they have a bio shot? You know, like a play oh, on the Bioshock? We, we do have something related to Bioshock, and we also have the Steam Boy, which is an espresso martini oh, cocktail. Yeah. So, you know, getting it, getting the good stuff in there. Um, and, yeah, that's it, I guess. Um, I like espresso martini. I love an basic. espresso martini. Give me Look, you know me. Anything with coffee in it, I'm there. It's not funny how much I'm there. Well, and anything get pumpkin that's spice basic, in Australia. Oh. Could you imagine a pumpkin spice espresso martini? Uh, well, Aaron is in Melbourne and he did say that the Starbucks staff yeah. over there gave him a site where you can order the actual syrup. The I've never tried it. It's really nice. My man. My yeah, man. it's good. Like, the, for all the woo white girl wah, it's actually pretty tasty. There's a reason why. It's a thing. You know, right, it's a right. thing. We'll we'll have to get it ourselves and then we can do it ourselves, especially once we've got the new house, um, which is still a ways off. Yeah. Um, But then we can make coffee experiments. Anime themed coffee. This is the Gurren Lagan. Why is your coffee blue and red? Uh, (laughs) I don't want to explain that. Um, Right. And uh, with that, I've probably just made that spike. That was a terrible idea. Why did I clap? Um, Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, watch watch some anime. anime.